0: Arizona Wine Podcast by Cody Vladimir Burkett. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Wine Monk. I'm here with longtime friends Jen and Dave. If oh, you me. would introduce yourselves. I'm Dave. Hello. That's Jen. Tonight we are drinking the Norte and Nuevo Block Malvasia Bianca from Arizona Stronghold as I'm introducing them to the wine girlfriend as opposed to the actual girlfriend who was here a couple of weeks ago. So this is coming from, like I said, Arizona Stronghold. It's coming from the um, Norte and Nuevo block, so it is exactly as it says on the tin, of the Albuol Memorial Vineyard, which is located down on the Wilcox bench. What is it remembering, the vineyard? Uh, It's actually remembering Albuol, one of the people that was the pioneers of the Arizona wine industry. That's pretty. So Dave, tell me again what you know about this grape. I don't know much about, uh, uh, the only thing I know about Malvasia because I know nothing about wine at all, but I did spend time in Venice. That this is this is a wine that well, I did. They talked a lot about it. Jenna's been kind of shaking her head at me and rolling her eyes. But I know that uh, this was a very popular wine in Venice uh, to the point where where Venetian wine merchants were known primarily as Malvasias because they they tended to use this grape and this uh, this wine to trade all over the damn place. I don't exactly know where it comes from, but I remember when I went to Venice they talked about it coming from Crete, originally. Crete, and also the outskirts of Constantinople. Right, which of course um, is why you love this. this, this. It's, it's one of the reasons. I mean, Malvasia, I've gone on record as saying this, Malvasia Bianca is the only good thing to come out of the Fourth Crusade in the sack of Constantinople. Period. It's, it was a very popular wine, and I know that the Venetians swear by it and add it and all that stuff. Yeah. The, that damn thing. So, here we go.
1: I know nothing about this, other than what you've told me and based on what I have drank today at your recommendations, it is supposed to smell like my, taste like my favorite perfume.
0: Yeah, smell, it smells sort of like it too. It does, it's... So, so for perfumist, tell me what you smell.
1: White flowers, a note of sweetness, it almost reminds me of, um... Mascato d'oste from the smell, but it's not as waxy. Oh.
0: Gardenia. I usually also get a little bit of elderflower, but it's a little bit muted today. I think it's because the wine is a little bit above normal serving temperature. So. I can just smell it. Yeah, it's this amazing, intense, aromatic character that is just...
1: But it's not alcoholic, Not to me.
0: It's a little fruity to me, although I don't really know wine very well. Well, just tell me what you smell. That's, part of this is just, let's get used to or how to taste wine type thing. It has a sweet smell to it. Kind of kind of a, a, a fruity, flowery sort of smell. Reminds me a little bit of the white flowers that used to grow in the uh, back of my elementary school. Not really particularly rose-like or floral, just something sort of sweet. There a, sort of a weird honeysuckle sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Tasting it. There's an interesting mix of both sweet and bitter on the tongue. It's got a kick. Yeah, a little bit. This is this bottle's a little above normal serving temperature. It should be a little bit more. It's probably about six, sixty degrees. It probably should be served more at about fifty-five. Well, it's a little, we tried it a little earlier today, and it was a little uh, uh, sweeter. I think. That but,
1: was something.
0: Was it something else?
1: Yeah.
0: Well, this I like this oh, because this exciting. is the the. Well, I like this. It's got a nice, tangy aftertaste to it, at um, the serving temperature. I don't know if that's normal with the... Uh... Well, you do get more acidity in Malvasia Bianca, just because of the nature of the grape and the nature of growing here. So I'm going to put this in the fridge for a couple minutes while we slowly work on this first glass, just to get that temperature a little bit closer to how it should be. Yeah. Tasty. So Malvasia Bianca is a grape that I first encountered partly through studying Byzantine history. It was mentioned a few times. And but the first time I encountered it was back in the dark days, as I call them, when I just came back from Boston, from seminary, right. flailing around, lost, confused, and frightened, and also furious that here I am with the Masters of Theological Studies, and here's what my plan B was originally, go off and be a priest, that had fallen. Yeah. no idea what, what the hell to do with my life. Life what, is hard for some of your This was 2012. Yeah, this after. This is 2012.
1: <laughs> that was a good and bad year, I think, for everyone that making a, choices. It was a tough year in
0: general, So, anyway, I started working at Subway, and then about two months after that, I started working at the deli, Hilltop Deli in Jerome. And there was, back then, a winery underneath the next to Hilltop Deli. So, sometimes knowing that I had the hell that was Subway coming um, in a few hours, I would go off my shift after at Hilltop, use some of my tips to buy a glass of wine or a tasting there at um, Dionysian Cellars, and later the Wine Cellar before it went by the wayside. And that's where I encountered uh, the Malvasia Bianca made by Rhythridis down here in Cottonwood, actually. And that was my first interruption. It was literally my thought was it was like drinking liquid sunlight because it's just intensely aromatic, intensely beautiful, intensely vivacious. Uh, The image I've always had of Malvasia Bianca as a baseline is a tall, willowy, blonde woman. Depending on the characteristics of the Malvasia, some of the minor characteristics change. Sometimes she's taller, sometimes she has tattoos. This one's a little bit more fuller-bodied, so this one's definitely, to me, a cosplayer. She once dressed as Daenerys King was harassed at a con, pulled out an actual real sword on the guy, and was therefore kicked out. Uh, that's the kind of story I have in this one. This is certainly a wine that doesn't like to keep its secrets for too long. It's yeah. very, It's very upfront about them. Yeah, it's very upfront, easygoing, mellow, a little bit hippie-esque, a little bit of lavender, burns incense maybe. It doesn't make you work.
1: Ear piercings. It.
0: Definitely ear piercings. It, it, I don't, it doesn't make. It's a wine that doesn't really make you work for it. I don't think you, you taste it, you drink it, and it's 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 very present, and very there. You don't have to strain too much to to get the notes to it. They come to you.
1: It's very bright.
0: Yes. I'm going to teach you guys something about wine that most people come into the tasting room and they think they, they want to say this to look smart. And they always go, look at the fingers or look at the legs. Right. You know, so when you swirl the wine in the glass like so, and you get that, the wine comes up and then you let it go to the bottom and you see those lines that drift down. The only thing that they will tell you is that this wine has alcohol in it. There's a lot That's of an people... important thing in wine. Though, yes, it? It, it is an essential <laughs> thing in wine. But that being said, a lot of people will say, You know, oh, fuller fingers or fuller legs mean more full-bodied, more alcohol. It just really does not tell you that much. Now the color, you know, if this was a red, would probably tell you more. It would tell you, you know, whether this is a full-bodied wine or not. Um, But the thickness of the legs really does not tell you much at all.
1: Mm. It's such a clear, it's like liquid sunshine.
0: No, here's the thing, we each have different shaped glasses. Okay. Okay. We're going, this is the other reason why I poured this in these three separate glasses, is to point out that the shape of a wine glass really does have an effect. So I want you to each, pa- you know, smell your wine now. Remember that taste profile, that smell profile rather. I'm gonna pass it to the next person and I want you to tell me what has changed. Test the wine glass on the left-hand side.
1: But I can't smell in this one.
0: What's sweeter in this glass?
1: What I, this smells different.
0: Yeah. Well, you smell mine. And the taste will taste a little bit different too. Oh. It tastes like hot dogs in a spring no.
1: <laughs> it doesn't have as much bite as that one did. This one's a
0: lot mellower than the one I had. Wait till you, wait till you. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> family. Like The family bouche. Mine <laughs> you could
1: just smell the bouquet and just reminds me of my perfume. Yeah, and this one
0: I'm getting notes of sandalwood and cedar, which are not there in my glass.
1: No, it's a lot more mellowed.
0: Now oh, we're going to do this a third time. Yeah, <laughs> creating the glass Too again. much change. change and good. now do it again.
1: Now it just smells.
0: It's a lot mellower. I don't it's like less, the less. smell.
1: This is like not no smell, but it's...
0: Like aftershave. No, it's... <laughs> Someone once described Malvacy to me as smelling like a bar of herb soap with flowers impressed in it. Delicious. Soapy smell? Hmm. Which I don't Soapy. really... This know.
1: smells like the classic white wine that I do not like. Which I described that
0: Yeah, that weird, waxy... Yeah.
1: Which I, finish. I... I'm making faces at this because I don't
0: even want to... Just try it. It's for science. For science! And
1: it has that... Wh- I
0: like your glasses. It's of it.
1: sweeter, but it's got that weird...
0: texture that you don't like that. That weird white yeah. wine aftertaste? Yes, that I can't nail down. So now we're gonna pass it back. So the, the lesson to take from this kids is yes, the shape of a glass does matter. Isn't this not good? But Fine. you don't have to spend 50 bajillion dollars on 10 sets of Riedel glasses either. And case in point, I've collected my collection of glasses from about 20 different wineries in Arizona and festivals and stuff.
1: What would you recommend for basic start to start
0: with? Basics to start would be very similar, actually, to the shape here that is the shape that I got from the Wilcox Wine Country Festival. Of course, none of you can see this, so it's this like is kind stem of... List. It's basically wine glass shaped. <laughs> with the stem. With a stem. <laughs> it's fairly, it tapers a little bit on the top, sort of chicken egg shape, but... The top is cut off, and it's not as If you were dramatic. to imagine your your platonic ideal of a wine glass, this would be about as close as I think you can get to It's that. like our
1: stemless Rydell whatever. We have stemless ones that look like
0: that. It is like the Red Solo cup of wine glass. It is yeah, this is good. It's standard. It's easy going. It goes for most wines will taste good in that the one. Yours is a little bit narrower on the opening because it concentrates the aromatics. Yes. This. Yours is more designed for burgundies. And not ports. Um, burgundies and spanish reds because it's got that the glass from callians this one looks like it should be used on top of a bunsen burner for certain it's a very wide bottomed wide glass with a very narrower top so it, it's well Cody's that you have a, to
1: cradle it
0: well, well Cody's delicately. is a little more wine glass shaped and Jen's is a little more teardrop shaped I guess is a, is a good way of doing it or water drop this is, this is very bulbous here it's almost like a pear with a very wide bottom and a very narrow top yeah to it. pear shaped it's very pear shaped so, uh, so with this uh, wine don't drink it in the pear shaped glass because the shape of a wine glass has a huge effect what about aerators Aerators, they work great for some ones. Honest to God, the Hell's Half Acre at Passion Cellars, I'd recommend pouring through an aerator because it completely changes the structure of the nose. Um, had I been there today, I would have poured it first normal, without, and then through the aerator that we have. What changes it with the aerator? Basically, how aeration works is kind of like decanting in miniature and quick.
1: What changes the wine? Because that's one of the wines I tried.
0: It's the oxygen, right? What, oxygen in the uh, air is what changes the flavor profile and the palate and the aroma in wine. How does the
1: flavor, it? how does it change it from what it was, how it was poured for Basically
0: people? what happens is yeah. oxygen interacts with the molecules in the wine, breaks some of them up, and then opens up new, new flavor profiles, new taste profiles, new scent profiles. It's like, it's basically oxid- oxidation, right? Yeah, that's essentially... The thing, the thing you got to bear in mind with, with oxygen, oxygen is this wonderful sort of death molecule that destroys everything it comes in contact with slowly. No, it does. It, it's horrible. If you leave, if you leave I know metal So the, the oxygen... That's not what I
1: the wanted question.
0: to know! I'm trying to...
1: But I understand how, because how you would interpret it is different how I would interpret it, but it was just this crisp, cider-like... I liked it better than the other white. Right, are you asking
0: how it, the taste will change or why the taste changes? How? Oh. oh or what, what What the taste what will the change ch- to. Oh, that makes it sense. sense. It, what will it will be less cider-like, less crisp, more mellow, more apricot and melon versus apple and pear. That's how that wine will change.
1: I need an aerator.
0: Aerator is fun. You can also do the same <laughs> thing with a decanter if you're willing to wait a little longer. We can get a straw and blow into it. Uh, Or, here's how you do it. Watch, watch what I do.
1: And the mouth thing. That's well done. Does it matter what size the decanter?
0: Kind of, but what matters more is the shape of the decanter. Okay. Because that lets a different amount of air get exactly. in a at a time. Exactly. For right? example, the decanter that I have up there is a the shitty decanter for wine. The
1: one that looks like an oil lamp.
0: Yes, because it does not let much air interact with so the wine. So you want
1: like a pitcher, almost, with a very wide mouth.
0: You want a sort of well, maybe not a wide mouth, but you want a wide surface. Are on the s- bottom, are there certain sorts of wines that you would not want to aerate before drinking? it? Most whites, most whites you don't want to aerate. Yes, before you drink it there are some out. exceptions. The Hell's Half Acre is a major exception. fuller body whites can do it. So, so like some that. of the rosés you generally don't want to aerate.
1: That rosé was amazing. So with the
0: ones Good. that you don't want to aerate, you want it to drink it as close to out of the bottle as yeah. You. So you just know, like, pour like it in the glass. You can let it... Crazy straw through the neck of the bottle. You something. can, you know, you can do <laughs> this and swirl around. That that does a lot of... Yeah. That does a minor aspect of changing it. It's almost like aging it and oxidizing it in the glass. But at the same time, it's not the same as, like, letting it decant and set through for five hours. Or Is it
1: personal preference sometimes? Yes.
0: Personal right. preference and age. For instance, some reds you do want to decant for longer times. Saparavi, Tanat... Barolos and Barbarescos from Italy, especially, um, you generally want to pour into a decanter or through an aerator. I prefer them decanter because I can decant it while I'm cooking a meal. And by the time I'm done cooking, it's done, it's ready to drink.
1: Hmm. What, where is a Barolo, can you describe one?
0: Uh, weirdly minty, dark fruit, a little bit of anise, very, very tannic. Less fruit, more spice and herbs than a saparavi. A Saperavi will have super tannin, super fruit like a tannot will as well. Barolos are nice. Um, Nebbiolo is a one. weird grape and actually I was talking about this earlier with a guy I randomly met at the and That's Honanandra. why I wanted to ask. Um, Nebbiolo, it's made from the Nebbiolo grape, which here in Arizona is a great rosé grape. You can't really get that much color from it. Now, yes, if you have a really old traditional Barolo from Barolo, it's named for the region, it will be very, very light. But Barbaresca, which is made from the same grape, is also super dark usually. What region? Uh, Barbaresco is like right next to Barolo, I think. It's in Northern Italy, the Piedmont. It's in the Barolo region.
1: I suck (laughs) at math, science, and any sort of geographical...
0: Well, the thing to remember is geography is just physics slowed down with trees on it.
1: But that's math.
0: Oh, yeah. Math has trees
1: on it. I'm so bad at tree math.
0: Tree math. I was told there'd be no math. (laughs) Well, you were lied to. I was lied to. Womp, womp womp. Lured you into my pad. So speaking of being lured, right. um, I, I have to admit I love what you've done with this sort of monk place here. You have the, the shrine in the corner and the sort of stone ball, which is which is nice. <laughs> it's kinda, it's kinda, kind of it's kind of kind of aesthetic, which is good. Yeah. Let's go into the fun story of how we met. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. It's um. You start with how YouTube you, you two. Want, you want the the uh, the interesting version or the the authentic version of, of how we met? The authentically interesting. <laughs> the version. authentic version, the real the real version of how we met is is uh, we were in a bookstore and, and you were wearing a very nice hat and I complimented your hat and you sort of gave me a rather funny look and wandered away, uh, confused. And luckily, you had a mutual friend. Who uh, did not have a very cool hat but had a very cool shirt and we started talking about her shirt and then uh, she reintroduced me to you and then what I, on the I shirt? complimented you I don't remember. It was a it was a it was Karen and Hi Karen someone I think it was like a Batman shirt or something like that. It probably was a Batman shirt. it was <laughs> it's like always a, been super big. It might have been Harley Quinn. I think it was a Harley shirt, you're right. Because she she loves oh. Harley. It was something like that though, it was it wasn't like like a normal Batman shirt I remember. I don't even remember what. On. I remember, you know, talking to her about her shirt, because what the heck, and then she brought me up to you, and I complimented your head again, and then we, uh, you didn't walk away that time, so we ended up still talking, and here we are years later. Man, we <laughs> love. So, uh, we- Yeah, I was just very confused, because I wasn't used to people complimenting me, and I was just like... Well, I wasn't used to people- And I was also in my introvert space, so I'm like, why is this person talking to me? What do they want? You Go f- away. You had a feather <laughs> in the damn thing. I remember that feather, and it was just... You had this- no, a it was at the door with this feather sticking out. It was a really, really cool hat. I like that. I hat. think it was a flicker feather. If uh, I remember right, it was uh, something reddish like that. or something. That's that, that's that's the real story. The the interesting story that I like to tell involves uh, a train trip and spies. <laughs> it's a little more. You, interesting.
1: you don't know that story, Jen? No, I have not heard that story.
0: Well, <laughs> do you know how I got this scar?
1: <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know how you got. Any- do you know how I got it? that? It's <laughs> a very offensive joke. Yeah. It's <laughs> it. a very offensive joke. I can tell
0: All right, I, I know how you got. It. No, that's that's the story I like to tell. If it involves a, a train trip, Orient Express, of kiddie <laughs> smuggling.
1: I can't. No, no, it was
0: It was no cat being harmed. It was smuggled cats for safety out of out of China. Uh. Chinese <laughs> underground cats. Oh, yes. Uh, Dangerous species. Cody was smuggling... The ones that
1: were in little jars. Yes. They were keeping them in jars.
0: Cody was... yeah In jars, small jars, but Cody was smuggling out an experimental wine from India made entirely out of Tikka Masala.
1: I hear it had a spicy note. It had some spicy notes with a little bit of a yogurt quality. <laughs> <laughs> a cre- it's a, a creamy note. A creamy aftertaste. Okay, t- this <laughs> is
0: hilarious because I actually had a month ago a Sauvignon Blanc from India that honest to god the biggest note on the palate and on the nose was green chilies, smoked, and what? it had a creamy Quality to it, what? so it I was very spicy and very creamy. What is the name one. of
1: this? I need the name of this one.
0: Uh, Sula Sula Vineyards or Sula Winery, and it was just their Sauvignon Blanc.
1: Did you blog about this one?
0: I Instagrammed it. Oh. I did not blog about. There it. There you
1: go. Cause I I admit I love Facebook. I have a Twitter, but I never sign in. And I joined Instagram just to follow Cody's photos, and I just post photos of my cats on it. But mostly, I just follow Cody on Instagram because he has amazing wines on Instagram,
0: and, and the landscape here too, on occasion. He has amazing wines on the landscape. Uh, pretty here much. Too. Actually, yeah, that's, that that's is, pretty true. That is. I usually the use only the reason. landscape as a dramatic backdrop. Well, you uh, get some, I get some, I get some good wines. Yeah, too.
1: that's I guess the probably the only way I follow your Although, Instagram
0: more than I'm, I, I... I'm still waiting for your, your upcoming blog series about the greatest wines in Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, if I can find one!
1: <laughs> Three guesses on what you can pair them with. Uh, the
0: cheese white candy. cheese, yellow cheese, cheese hog. cheese
1: curds. <laughs>
0: uh, cheese curds, and, and the rarest and hardest one to pair is the white and yellow cheese. Ugh imagine you use you more than anything once? with those. Can you call. ship? Yeah!
1: Because I actually, next time I go to Minnesota, I should just, there's yeah. vineyards.
0: Uh, like I said, I actually had a decent, beer wine? Uh, the same night, the same night I had the uh, the Sula vineyards, Sauvignon Blanc. I had a red from Minnesota. It was made of Marquette, Foch, and a third grape, and I can't remember whether it was. Don't remember. I posted it on Instagram, so if you can hunt for it, but you don't have. Anything. I don't have Instagram. What are you, that's why I have you. Oh. Oh, Shh! Sh- isn't it? I forgot to get the big giant red book. Oh right. To show you, I'll, we'll, we'll, I'll show you when we're done. Well, do, well yeah, we want to look. The
1: at only the, big red book I know of is the young one. The Carl Young's.
0: Book. No, the this is, we the, talking about earlier this is the, the big end. red book of one. It is big and red and Better has one. Better than in the it.
1: Grossman's
0: guide. Yes. Oh, Although, I mean, admittedly, this is mostly about grapes specifically. Okay. Versus regions. Yeah, it's at Jancis Robinson. It's called Wine Grapes. It's a company of like one thousand three hundred and sixty-seven different grape varietals.
1: Can you buy it on Amazon?
0: Yes, you can, and it is. <laughs>
1: oh no shit! It is. Thank God I don't have my phone right
0: now. Yeah, it's also expensive. It was like it's two hundred bucks.
1: I have one hundred sixty-one dollars on a gift card right now.
0: So what you're saying is you want a version for yourself.
1: Or buy. They, it like does exist crap on a Kindle version for like,
0: on Or no, it Sephora. may have been like a hundred and sixty. But the, it, one, the point was, it was one of the most expensive books I've ever bought. Written. Not ever written. That would probably be like the Book of Kells would probably be the most expensive book ever written. But if
1: you can get it for Kindle, I that's mean, think I mean, about it's it. It's easier with
0: slave labor, though. I mean, well,
1: they're,
0: they're monks, monks, you know. Monks but you know, think of all the gold and pigments and gold leaf and stuff. Well, that just goes straight back into the economy. The monastic economy. More Kells math. based economy. More history. <laughs> Kells, trees.
1: <laughs> Kells-based economy. More they, trees it, math. We
0: just showed the book to, to buy things. It was, it was for,
1: I think there's physics in this. It was an early
0: form of credit that they used. Trees? <laughs> yeah, that too. Or gold. Well, well you Here's know what the they thing. say. We're money we're doesn't grow on up. trees. Unless it's post-classical <laughs> Mesoamerica, because <laughs> then they oh, had oh, used no, cacao beans as currency. They did use cacao beans. Which is why, if I ever have kids and they ever ask me for money, I'm going to be like, what do you think this is? Post classical Mesoamerica? Money doesn't grow on trees anymore. And then they'll look at me with glazed eyes and go, "I don't get it."
1: Did you say cow beans?
0: Cacao beans, chocolate. Or they make chocolate.
1: I am not this inebriated to ask these questions.
0: Drink more. It's good for you. Drink more. Then we'll make you inebriate <laughs> inebriated enough to ask these questions. <gasps> awesome.
1: Cow beans. Yes. A good thing to pair with Wisconsin wine.
0: <laughs> Cow beans. Cow beans, Cow beans.
1: Cow beans I and cheese. I hear
0: tales with the, that there were those in, in Europe who used to trade cows for beans. That was Until the uh, Five. beanstalk incident Magic. of 537.
1: <laughs> and vegetarians and
0: vegans came. And hunted them all to extinction. Yeah. Horrible. <laughs> in their great feasts. In the great feasts. <laughs> the Manichaean, the, the, you know, that's why there's no Manichaeans anymore. Because they all ate, they ate all of the uh, bean trees. This wine, this wine <laughs> conversation wine Are they Italians? What? Manichaeans. What? No, they're Manichaean. What are they? They're from Manichaea.
1: <laughs> Where
0: is that? I am not... Okay, being Manichaeans... It's the Manichaean region. <laughs> now, to be completely <laughs> fucking dis- derailed... <laughs> uh, I am... Uh, I the Manichaeans were a religious that group that originated <laughs> in the Middle East as sort of a Gnostic Christian, Judaism, Zoroastrianism so it's not, it's nothing combo. nothing
1: like even Italians. It's, no, there
0: were probably Italian Manichaeans, but it was a separate religion. Part of it was you, you could only it? eat... Veg- M-A-N-I-C-H-E-A... Okay, I still don't know. You could only eat what? Veggies, essentially. It was very similar to Jainism in that yeah. aspect. And were there they marty- about, about the it? it was, what?
1: Did they like to make everyone feel bad about it, Well, of course. Too? So
0: it's kind of like a precursor to the modern vegan movement. But pretty much... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, no offense to my vegan friends who are listening to this. I vegan, say that in good some fun. vegan food is
1: fantastic.
0: <laughs> my mom's a vegan. Vegan well,
1: guilt is not. Fantastic. And
0: not only that, the Orthodox a, Church I, traditionally, when you're fasting, you fast from meat and dairy, so I was, I was you a, are essentially vegan with the exception of you know lentils are
1: fantastic
0: lentils are great Mentils when done
1: are... well. You can do a lot in a crock pot.
0: This 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 wine conversation got very surreal very quickly. I just want that. Note. Well, a, this happened all of the time when we were all hanging out in Flagstaff. Yeah, pretty much a normal for conversation. For that matter. So it's this just
1: is a normal a, addition of wine.
0: Th- yeah, the only thing that's different is we're drinking wine this time. Which
1: means I will Speaking
0: of which, I got to tell you, Do you remember the there. first time we met? That was the dinner that I made for you and Dave when you first came out.
1: I thought was it that or was it the, um... I
0: thought it was the Kingdom of
1: the Spiders, wasn't it? The spider movie, when I was just I thought that there. came
0: after. I don't remember. No. Well, either either it was the first time we were all watching Kingdom of the Spiders. And a then we... Modern classic.
1: The wine was horrible then, but the food and company was fantastic, and there was garlic.
0: Yeah, was uh, that, wine, garlic. that wine that night for that dinner is that the very was... first time I ever dropped the ball. It was also know. one of the last times I ever bought a California Pinot Noir. Yeah, that's I like Pinot Noir. I, I think it was a Pinot Noir from California, the more I think about it. I will grab that bottle here momentarily. What is... Of the California Pinot Noir? Can we... Can we no.
1: What is... It? Oh, God, no.
0: <laughs> I don't have one in this house.
1: How would you compare right. a Barolo to a Pinot Noir? Because I like a Pinot because it's a darker, smokier,
0: deeper wine to me. We must go darker in terms of flavor profile. And maybe some Barolos are going to be the same color as a California Pinot, but there will be a lot more tannins. Well, you know what they say. Once you go are dark, you get tannins
1: <laughs> okay. Tannins
0: are no, the, no. the tannins are the things in like the skins, right? That's the, yes! Yes. And compounds normally in the skins of the wine. It gives that the reasons the why the reason why most whites do not have them. There's an exception to that and we'll go into that momentarily. Sure. Um when reds do, is because reds are fermented on the skins. Yes.
1: Yeah. Okay. The other ones are peeled.
0: This process is known by the amusingly dirty name of maceration. Right.
1: Oh, it's chilling. Yeah, but it
0: also, there's also that's mastication. a style, yeah, it's mastication <laughs> for chewing. Well, maceration also Whatever. works too, you're right. Yeah. Crushing. But yeah, tannins are what gives but it a bitter what, taste, right? What is the difference? Yes. Yeah. Because I know that because tannins are found in teas as well. Yes. What gives <laughs> it black teas. teas and some coffees. Yeah, that's what gives it, what it a bitter taste.
1: But what about tannins? Is that something entirely different?
0: Oh, tannins? The grape? Yeah. Yes. Tanat is completely yeah. different. Tanat is one of my favorite grapes. It is also the grape is
1: it red or white? I am
0: often uh, compared to. That in Alicante Boucher. Although the girlfriend weirdly insists that I smell like Tempranillo, which I... It's also it. very different from Tenets, which are which are articles of faith that we believe in. David, or Tenets, David, which or are people don't in, in apartments.
1: Or, or Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you need to explain the three different grapes That you just mentioned in a row because I am.
0: Okay, which one? Tanat is a grape that originally comes from the Madeiran AOC in France. I've done a podcast about Tanat before. Is it Um, red or white? It's red. It is one of the darkest, most tannic reds. In fact, uh, the name Tanat comes from the French word for tannin, if I recall correctly. Makes sense, okay. Alicante Boucher is a weird, funny grape that's known as a to I'm probably pronouncing that horribly wrong, so please correct me if anyone knows the proper pronunciation. The then. idea is that it's a grape that is not only red-skinned, but red-fleshed. Okay. So it's that's often so, used yeah. in a yes. lot of blends for color, but it also is very tannic as well. You don't see that a lot with the, with the red-fleshed grape, right? No, you don't. There's about four different kinds of grape that I'm aware of that are like that.
1: Can you just eat wine grapes?
0: You could. Malvasia especially is delicious.
1: And then because you, I'm thinking about fruit, could you make wine out of grapefruit? You
0: can um, make wine out of you any You technically can make wine out of any fruit. Except for apples, uh, that's cider. No, you can. Well, make, no, there are styles of <laughs> apple wine. In fact, Page Springs has one right now. There's How a difference it? between apple cider and apple wine. Uh, I think the biggest major difference as far as I'm aware is that cider is carbonated and mm. apple wine is not. That makes sense. Okay. Anyway, uh, digression point. Can no, um, no. No. No, um, tomatillo. Tomatillo is... No, it's, that's what I
1: thought it sounded like. Oh, the tempranillo. tempranillo.
0: Right. going back, yes, you can Same. eat wine grapes before you get there. I've had Malvasia grapes. They are so freaking delicious. When I was harvesting last year at Page Springs, I, I feel like I almost ate my weight in Malvasia grapes while I was harvesting. I didn't, I had, you know, I wanted to, but it was so good. And the grape tastes almost just that. like the wine too. It's just beautiful.
1: Is it more sweet? Mm-hmm. It's gr- because it's a, because
0: it's a. It's a little bit more sweet. Flesh. In the flesh, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Now, now this, st- now that this wine is the proper serving temperature, you get the how the taste has changed a little bit. No,
1: because I'm drinking so little bit- this old wine. Oh.
0: <laughs> Dave, do you get the difference? Yes, it doesn't taste like uh, that. that no. but- uh, it, it, uh, <laughs> it It tastes a lot better actually when it's served as a proper yes. temperature. Yeah, because it's less of that. That sort of bitter taste to it that it had before.
1: Oh, that tastes like Moscato. That's my only reference for a good white that I have.
0: Moscato has some of the same flavor characteristics, but it's apricot, pear, apple. The difference is that Malvasia also has a lot of older flowers,
1: and and superior (laughs) in every way. There's that floral note But other than that, that, that it's missing. very
0: similar. Yeah. Other than being superior in every way. But yes.
1: does the dioste mean <coughs> region or carbonation? Yes. De-carbonation? It
0: means the region and particular style in that region.
1: Because I will not drink a Moscato or a no. Muscat. I will not touch them. I do not like them. But I like the dioste. Would you drink
0: it here or there? No. Would you drink it on a train? Would you drink it on a plane?
1: First class, maybe. which I have never it been? From a box?
0: I've no. Why would you drink
1: swine?
0: Box wine is great if you're hiking or cooking massive amounts because box wine travels easier. So I'm guessing we won't have a podcast where we compare Franzia to uh, to uh, why? Why would we? I <laughs> am of except of maybe on April Fool's Day. That would actually be a fun podcast. April Fool's Day, be hilarious. <laughs> box wine for April Fool's Day. There you go. And they two buckshot compared
1: to box wine. Do it,
0: I am not actually. Oh, You're missing out. I know I am.
1: You're classy.
0: That's why we're drinking fucking Malvasia Bianca. Amen. Bitches. Bitch. Now, that being said, jammy and buttery are descriptive words for some wines. Not all of them. Buttery is generally used for Chardonnay that's undergone malactic fermentation, which is the type of bacteria that basically turns, if I remember correctly, and I could be wrong, Yes.
1: Tastes like salted butter or regular butter?
0: Regular butter. its basically turns um, tartaric acid, which is inherent in grapes, to malic acid, which is the same acid thing. in milk. So that's where you get that, or, or butter no, but for I that But I like matter.
1: half and half. I don't like milk.
0: I don't think there's any wine that does half and half. No.
1: Unless you
0: add it, which is probably bad. I see, I love the, I love, I, see I tried making wine like a few times in college back in the day. I made some very... wine. It was. It was. It was basically. It turned out very drinkable, but I had to distill it like four or five times afterwards um, to make it. Would that be
1: like a port if you have to distill it that many times? No, no.
0: It's a little. That would be a brandy. It actually was a little more like cleaning fluid uh, when it was all said and done. It was not a very good what. Well, was... And
1: how I met Dave is when he was having lovely non-eating food times because his liver hated him.
0: Well, that's because of... One thing may have led to the other. Let's let's not, let's not let's rule that out. Let's talk about... Back in... Yeah, Web
1: camming back on Yahoo when there were still user rooms when you were eating white fish.
0: Well, that was after this. That was after I built the still of a closet. Um... <laughs>
1: I did not hear about this until years later. It's a
0: long story. The first thing we made, of course, was we tried to make a a wine, because UC Davis has a viticulture school uh, there, and I tried taking the class, and I lasted about a week and a half, and it was probably the most intense thing I've ever seen in my life. The class was taught by this this strange old guy with, like, long beard and one eye, he had like this eye patch on, and he was just sort of the angriest man I think I've ever met in my life. And he treated it a little like boot camp, uh, only for wine. You know, we would talk about you know trying to identify the yeast strains on the grape by by taste, or we'll try to identify the. the level by taste. And at this point I was like I bricks level? Bricks level is the content of sugar within a grape. That's how you measure <laughs> okay. the sugar and content. And you wanted a certain amount of sugar content, because uh, that's the difference between your table grape and your wine grape because it doesn't uh, and also the style of wine that you produce yeah. too. Because uh, with alcohol remember what you're doing is you are convincing your yeasts, which are which are lovely creatures, and the first domesticated animal mass to uh, no no, it's biology. Uh, <laughs> yeast mass it's like it's like little pets and what I they know. do is they, they eat the sugar and poop out alcohol and you try to do it in the right way which is why winemaking is a lot harder than distilling stuff because with winemaking it's a little like herding sheep yes you have to basically convince these microorganisms to do what you want them but to do but what is
1: table grape is table it,
0: grapes you eat just off the table oh and that's why they're called I table grapes I thought it
1: grapes. was like table wine versus no no the house wine wow
0: house wine is a completely different thing yeah, I'm like three steps away. No, it's okay. And so this guy was intense, and he wanted you to be able to identify everything like by taste. So this was the first week. Like we had people who were biochem. I get
1: to
0: try it. Uh There were people who did like the biochem, and they were just unable to to cope with the class. I was I was a religious studies major. I, cu- I quit. Like I, I. But we decided anyway we should try it. And it was a disaster. But after we distilled it a few more times, it was. <laughs> Merely horrible. I
1: have I have a question. Yes. Is it the dry taste I still taste on my tongue? Yes. Okay. That was the taste she said was the sweet w- difference between the the two whites I tried today.
0: <laughs> no. And
1: it's not, it's a distinct white wine lingering. I'm totally interrupting.
0: That's okay. And that
1: was a great, he poured my wine beautifully.
0: It was, it was beautifully poured.
1: Yeah. I so get
0: practice almost every day. So anyway, yeah, I I did a lot of distilling stuff because. Kids, if you're a kid, don't try this at home. If you're a kid, why are you listening to this? Because you
1: have great interest. Ooh,
0: all legitimate ones. I was going to ask
1: what. When was
0: the first age you started drinking? uh, Fifteen. So the other thing that a lot of people do in Italy with Malvasia, drink it. Other than drinking it,
1: make love to it.
0: God, if this was well, that's not sanitary. I can't talk about that. (laughs) Um.
1: Not
0: if it's a... I dated a woman who was very definitely a Malvusia Bianca, and she was a lot of fun.
1: What? Yes. I'm assuming was we're she... talking
0: metaphorically here, yes. Mo- she was not an actual Malva okay, Bianca, no. But, that was she was, she a,
1: but uh, why, why past tense dated?
0: Just, we were looking for different things, and while the chemistry was insanely wonderful and everything else was insanely wonderful, we just were looking for different things. And So tell, tell me about this girl. Too. Yeah, because I would we're...
1: like to know how... This wine is embodied in a woman. Well... A favorite of mine when you do that with your wine comparison.
0: For me, it's just... It's almost like a synesthesia. Like the image of the, per, the the first person that comes to mind when I smell and taste and drink this. It's just its weird. There are some masculine wines. I've drank them. Nebbiolo tends to be masculine. Tanat is masculine. Cabernet Sauvignon is always masculine. Sauvignon Blanc is masculine.
1: I have an interesting question. Have you ever envision
0: something as a gay
1: man. <laughs> okay.
0: A few. Well, it... Um, some Viogniers I've seen that way. I think I had a Sylvain Blanc that was definitely a gay man once. There, there was one Viognier I had that was just a little too well-dressed and well-put-together to be not gay. Uh, and I like Viognier a lot. But, but then they
1: have that... But it's all personal preference.
0: Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But anyway, yeah, yes, I have dated a Malvasia Bianca. She was awesome, but it just didn't work. Um, so. She was not this Malvasia Bianca. She was um, a sand recorder 2010 Malvasia Bianca was totally this woman. Um, full-bodied is... roller derby, kicked ass, took names.
1: Blonde or redhead.
0: Blonde. Malvasia is always blonde. Too. So for me, this Malvasia Bianca it's a little. It has a little bit of an edge. She's got a little bit of an attitude. She's a cosplayer. She doesn't take shit from anybody.
1: What is her day job?
0: She's an artist.
1: That's nice. Day Tor- job. Something that pays the
0: bills. She's a successful artist. She's a successful artist. Artist maybe works in, like, a, a accounting, weirdly enough, but accounting or maybe a teacher. Tori is not a Malvasia. No, she is not a Malvasia. Tori is a Marsan-Rusan blend. Has their shit put together, manages things, very smart, very intelligent, very erudite, very nerdy. What is a varietal?
1: Is it...
0: A varietal is the type of grape. So the varietal used to make this Malvasia is Malvasia Bianca. Okay. The varietal used to make Tanat is Tanat. The varietal used to make Tempranillo to to answer ten questions back is Tempranillo.
1: So it's just pretty much saying this is the type of grape, but we call it a varietal. Yes. It's not a variation on one specific grape.
0: No. There are grapes that are like that. Um, Case in point... Are they called something else? Yes, sort of. That's Um, what they're called, sort of. uh, Case in point, there is a white... Mutation of Tempranillo that's known as Tempranillo Blanca. Yeah. Same grape, but a genetic weird twist produced white grapes with it. Mushroom so we're going to do something nerdy as opposed to everything we've been doing as opposed so to everything large. else. Yeah. Um, if this wine was a comic book character, DC or Marvel, does not matter which. Who would it be, and why?
1: Not Catwoman.
0: <laughs> well, it's very accurate. It is certainly not Catwoman. Um. Boom um, boom. Well, maybe Marvel. Maybe. Are
1: you more
0: a Marvel or a DC guy? Literally more Marvel. What? I know this is shocking.
1: What do you follow on Marvel?
0: Uh, I'm going to, you know, I'm mostly following the the crowd here with this one, the Avengers wow. series and I'm a huge
1: blood The
0: characters guy. in that group and I'm, ever since I saw the first Iron Man movie, I've been a huge fan of Iron Man, weirdly enough. Mm.
1: I'm a fan of Iron Man, Tony Stark and um <laughs> you have never seen me drinking before, have you?
0: No, not this much.
1: Oh, Here, have more. Filter goes... Well, I already have Dave's glass, too, because he's doesn't Here, want to have more. This. I, don't I don't pick like a that glass. I don't glass.
0: It's, it's, I know, my glass is better. <laughs> it's, it's um, it, tastes, it tastes like... A, every, it, I'm sorry, in, the, in my glass God. it tastes like a white I glass. just I
1: finished think. up MS Paint Adventures, and I have the biggest crush on... There's a character named Carcat, and he is based on... The astrological sign Cancer. Ah. So he is a very passionate, but very, very angry character. He's not
0: passionate. He yells all the time. That's not because passionate. Because <laughs> he
1: cares. He is <laughs> passionate because he, he fucking cares. He only speaks cares. in
0: all caps. Yes. That's his and part. I
1: love him. And he has. There's no
0: variation. He just yells.
1: <laughs> and I love him. And I love Dirk. And Dirk's bro. He is a very much an anime character. He's got the pointy glasses, the gloves, he has a katana, and is super cool. He splits
0: a meteor in two with a sword.
1: No, it's the Beat Mesa.
0: Oh, there's the Beat Mesa, does it, too?
1: It's the Beat Mesa.
0: The the so this wine is the Beat Mesa? No.
1: Oh, this wine is Dirk. Who? And distilled. Bro. Okay. This is bro. This is so bro. Bro's blonde. Bro is So blonde. you're
0: thinking this one is more masculine than feminine?
1: No. Not if it's Dirk.
0: Okay. No.
1: What about you, Dave?
0: What do you think? I think I'm trying. I'm trying to think through it. It's some sort Who of. Who is the
1: bendy of? Uh, um... it, it's, it's it's someone. Who's some Flexi of... Girl?
0: I'm thinking it's mm-hmm. some sort of carnival-themed superhero or villain because it is Venetian, much like. That. <laughs> <laughs> no. Who well, originally like Constantinopolis, girl. So you could go for in the a Venetian, Venetian. It or... may have been Constantinopilian. Have Who's been a fantastic
1: four chick? Sue Summer? No, Sue. It
0: is. It is not. It's not invisible. It's not. It's not mm-hmm. Sue Richards.
1: But she's a blonde Jessica Alba.
0: No, she's not.
1: This has more personality than Jessica Alba. <laughs> that is
0: this is true. <laughs> that is
1: who uses fans well. in Marvel?
0: Well, Stan Lee mostly.
1: Who are the Boring people that Claire and Shell used <laughs> to I'm sorry. Um, I don't know Blonde in Marvel. It's not Harley Quinn if we're going for D C. Um
0: Harley Quinn could be a Vin Santo Malvasia Bianca, which is the sty- which is a style Malvasia Bianca where you literally dry the grapes as raisins and then press them. I because it concentrates the sugar. I have one in my cellar that I'm saving for an eventual engagement? Ma- n- no. Um I'm saving for a full Malvasia podcast where we're going to do Malvasia amber wines, uh, Malvasia Vinsanto, Malvasia. You need
1: to do that on a Wednesday, Arizona. Thursday. And we will bring one from California.
0: That'd be great. I have one from California, but I, I could always joking. use more. I was
1: joking because I'm not fond go California wines.
0: I'm not fond of many California wines. There's a few regions where I am okay with and fond Why? of, like Paso. I feel that California wines are overextracted. Here's why. Uh, here's uh, in a nutshell. Napa Chardonnay. To me, it is like drinking burned, buttered popcorn. What
1: is... Sh- that's the white buttery...
0: Yes, white that's buttery, white buttery popcorn burn one.
1: What is it, to salted me, butter?
0: No. Part of the problem with a lot of California wines is that they, they over-roast the grapes to bring out the flavor. <laughs> <Before> <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what you
1: do! <laughs> that would be no, caramelizing the sugars! <laughs> Can you make wine out of caramelized sugar?
0: Yeah, that's the way you... I don't know.
1: Can you oven-bake grapes and make the wine a, out of it? If you can make wine out of raisins, can you not? I mean, you have to add the add yeast
0: w- later, because the problem would be to kill the yeast that would naturally be on the grapes. Yeah, if you so you'd inoculate it later. But if you put the yeast There's on There's yeast in
1: grapes naturally? Yeah, yeah on that's the skin. The
0: skin, you know, that white or that... F- How do you think they discovered that, it, that, you, could f- that you could make wine? M- they leave the grapes on M- the vine long enough, basically they'll ferment themselves, what? and you have wine on the bottom. Yeah. Is that
1: toxic if you don't wash your grapes before you eat them?
0: No. Well, no, it's yeast. Yeast isn't, you know. Most yeast, yeast is friendly. Yeast is very friendly. Mostly. Uh, the yeasts that aren't friendly don't taste particularly good.
1: I'm horrified by this. Yeast
0: is a very friendly thing. You eat it in your bread, you drink it in your beer. We still have it alive in the, the wine right now. Well, probably not. Probably not this wine, this wine. I think this wine was filtered through bed still, I... Yeast is still your friend when you're diabetic. Yeast well, is a friend to all no, living creatures. Not if
1: you have uncontrolled. Blood sugars!
0: Well, the wine is not going to be friendly either way.
1: Not when you're underaged! And you have uncontrolled blood sugars.
0: But so this sounds a little less general and more specific.
1: Step so, prior. weirdly <laughs> enough,
0: last fun fact about Malvasia, before we descend into our craziness of drunkenness.
1: Oh god. I am not fully inebriated yet. I
0: know, we're going to give you more to see this.
1: <laughs> I'm not holding my glass and Dave's glass I remember, I, I class I remember one
0: more weird fact about Malvasia. Richard III. Is that just the one you were going to share, or is that a different? No, one? Richard III. If I remember the Shakespeare play, when he he had the the Duke of Clarence killed, had him drowned in Malvasia. If I remember right. Huh. I don't remember that at all. But See, it's that'd been be a, long a waste time.
1: of wine. No, that
0: was that was one of the lines, if I remember right. honestly, I uh, that would I be not.
1: like a noble death. As
0: far as ways to die go, drowning in a tank of Malvasia is kind of the way I would like to go, actually. <laughs>
1: Suffocated I'm by curious. love. Hold yes. on. Let
0: me use the Googles. No, this is. So a, let us consult the book of Googles. This is
1: not my. I am not a white fan, other than my super sweet dessert wines. But the more you drink of this, it's a very bright, non-sweet wine, but it's got that bite to it. It's got
0: that dry bite.
1: Yes. And I'm not used to that, but for some reason it's very palatable. And part of that bite is also acidity. Okay. Arizona
0: wines tend to be like Italian wines they are a little bit more acidic, which also makes them food friendly, um, which is why you could pair, well, I would honestly pair this with like sushi, Thai food, What is maybe a fruit basket.
1: What is the red wine that you compared to like a younger girl trying too hard and I just...
0: Oh, Malbec!
1: Because I had a Malbec like that same day or within a day or two, and I'm like, this is a perfect definition because it's not quite there yet.
0: Malbec to me, at least Malbec coming from Argentina. I've had one from France that was not like this, and I've had one I from had Arizona Argen- that was not like this. But the Argentinian Malbecs are like 18 year old women who are making out with you, and it's like they're trying too hard, they're using too much tongue, they're not, there's not, not enough there to mess. yet. There's not skill in a that to me. Um, oh, yes. So, I, I, I'm sorry. I've I just found the quote. Sorry. I okay, let's it. read the, the so quote. It, it, comes, it comes from the murder of the, the first Duke of Clarence in Shakespeare's King Richard III, Act 1, Scene 4, where the um, uh, first murderer uh, tells the second murderer to take him, that would be the Duke of Clarence, on the costard with the hilts of thy sword and then throw him into the butt in the next room, which, of course, is the... Malmseybat. And the second murderer says, "Oh, excellent device! But and make a blood. sop of him. Soft he wakes. Strike! No, we reason." But did him.
1: they cut him first?
0: No, they just they just drowned him so, in wine. So, is a word for a, a a Madeira made from malvasia. Do so, you
1: like a Madeira?
0: I actually have never had a Madeira. It's the only. I'm, I know this will shock my my listeners, but I've not ever had a Madeira. Mostly because every time I see a bottle that I want, it's more money than I can throw at a single bottle at a time, usually.
1: There is this fantastic place where we get Italian food in Claremont. What is it called?
0: Uh, La Paralaccia.
1: La Paralaccia, where we ha- I have never had a bad glass of wine recommended to me by this mail server or the gal who was there for lunches because usually we go there technically for my breakfast and I get a glass of wine and pasta and I don't even remember what wine we're just talking about but I want to try one there because they have it on the list. That'd be cool. What kind of wine are we just talking about? Madeira. Yes, because it's isn't it Spanish wine?
0: Portuguese, sort of. It comes originally from the island of Madeira, which I think is the Azores. Is it sweet? Yes. So this is interesting also. It may not have just been from Richard III. It turns out the idea of drowning uh, a noble figure in the butt of Malmsey wine derives from Comedia del Arte tropes, um, where they have uh, one trope where you have Carnival, uh, crowned as the king of Cocaine, uh, and is condemns uh, Penigon to death. At which point, uh, um, three mallet-bearing and Atolian matchings, or, or whatever the executioners are, uh, tend to either uh, hit Panig John with with mallets and then drown him, or just drown him straight with with Nancy wine. And it's something that in the butt up. of the wine. Well, it's a, it's the a butt p- is a term of for a larger barrel. It literally is like fifteen hundred gallons wine. or some. Well, not that much, but it's like a ridiculously large.
1: Like the size of this room? Maybe I. Let's look this up. How much wine
0: is in a pot? I can't <laughs> wait to see what the internet says about this.
1: Can you Google that?
0: How much wine is in a butt? Can you
1: Google it? Depends
0: on how much you drink. Ah. <laughs> <So> Can <much.
1: laughs>
0: you really Google that? How much? Um. Oh, we need, you do need have spaces
1: in there. I bet Tumblr has a lot to say about
0: this. Oh, probably. I mean, the thing is, I, it was a meme that I posted on my Facebook, like, last week.
1: How much wine is in a butt? You are one of the people where I get Facebook, like, direct Facebook notifications to my phone, and mostly when I wake up in the morning at, like, 11 or whenever, because I don't sleep regularly, I get lots of... Yeah. <coughs> I have two people that like to post on Facebook a lot at work.
0: Okay, so according to this, a pipe, or a butt is one-half ton.
1: How much is in a ton?
0: That would be two butts.
1: (laughs) (laughs) How many tons? You guys are looking at this 108
0: imperial gallons. (laughs) In a butt? In a butt. All right. That's a (laughs) buttload. Literally.
1: (laughs) How many gallons? Imperial
0: buttload, though, not metric.
1: What's the difference between an imperial buttload and a metric buttload? I don't think, I think there a is metric, a metric buttload. A metric
0: buttload is done in the what is an impe- of ten.
1: What's an imperial <laughs> buttload? Uh
0: British. Uh, eight gallons, you oh, said. In eight gallons. That's an imperial buttload. Oh,
1: gallons.
0: Uh, yeah, there is no metric butler metric, because metric is not a term of <laughs> Metric <buttload laughs> But is, butt is butt not a term of measurement, measurement in the is, metric is 20, 000 system It's 20,000 milliliters of, <laughs> of <laughs> I don't think we're going to be Invited back to do podcasts Are you kidding? <laughs> this is way too much fun <laughs> But 20,000 milliliters is one metric <laughs>
1: <laughs> Milliliters? Wouldn't it be ask,
0: liters? Ask, no, milliliters, That's where one I one got ask, that number from where did you get the I it out of my butts. There you go. Ah. I'm going to ask my All father right.
1: how many butts of wine he's ever drank in his
0: life. You should ask him. That's an important question. I have probably drank... All of the butts. Ah, I love <laughs> I have to say, I've probably have drunk drunk about a buttload of wine in my whole life.
1: Is it just one tea? What? How is it spelled? B-U-T-T. Oh, it's only half the oh, tune. Oh that's, that's really horrible. That's really horrible.
0: You know what I love is the more that we drink the the, the younger our age regresses earlier. We were kinda. Of we are all area, thirty and now plus we're like, here. Like yes. three. I'm gonna start making poop jokes next.
1: No, it's just butt. It so doesn't the, have to do with turds.
0: Yeah, it's the TRD. night is
1: young.
0: a metric turd load of wine. Okay,
1: what is your opinion on chocolate wine? I think it's horrible and disgusting and I think it's a a blasphemy. And then I agree wine.
0: with you entirely, but if I say that I do, my girlfriend will kill me. Well, she likes you know, the chocovine. She also. Uh,
1: what does it taste like? Is it red wine with chocolate? Yeah,
0: it's. I did not like it. Mm. She liked it, so she's like, "Oh, I want this bottle for my birthday." So I bought it for her. Chocolate wine strikes but me a little bit like. When is her like, birthday? May thirty first, which is Pentecost this year. So oh,
1: she's oh. a Taurus. Yes. I think Wait. You you celebrate the Jewish feasts. Is it Orthodox? Some of them. Well, the feast. Um, what one did you just say?
0: Pentecost. That's like the birth of the church.
1: Is Pentecost tabernacles? I don't
0: know. We celebrated tabernacles. You're been. a bad Jew. The Jewish Pentecost. What are pe- talking about Purim. I don't know what that one. You is. Got, you, you, you told Pentecost me. Pentecost. I think is roughly the same time as a Jewish one of the Jewish feasts, but they're all I around don't know. the same time as one of the Jewish. But
1: you're a cancer. Yes. Look up on is. We're not going
0: to do the, the astrology right no, now. Yeah, we are. We're not going to do Yes,
1: that.
0: you are. My phone is dying. Then I'll look at your phone. Well, don't make it less dying. Well, I have a plug. Oh, well, let's yeah, he's
1: got a plug.
0: Well, let's do the plug right now. It's Listen to the a, wine monk. Every- it's not a
1: wine... <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I may not have that plug.
1: Plug. Yeah, you do. It's not a wine enema.
0: Yeah, just do the single one. It works fine. Really? Yeah. yeah. Where? In the larger one. Awesome. <laughs> Anyway, so the last fun fact about Malvasia before murder, which I thought was really Before murder. I, I kind of wish I'd known about that. Murder the, the, by the, drowning in your pleasure. Again, this pleasure. is how I would love to die. I would love to die in a vat of Malvasia, just you drowning in it. You could
1: swim in it and then drink as much. And, and then, then just die. Suffocate from pleasure. From love
0: and Malvasia, And it in the soft, wonderful, folds, aromatic embrace of one of my, of probably my favorite white wine favorite wine wine grape would be Malvasia Beyond. So you heard it here, the Malvasia, for when what is you want to drown in wine th- is the best way to go. Yes, yes.
1: What is your favorite red? <sighs> oh, big sigh. That's Top a good
0: three. question. Top
1: three. Sounds Top
0: three, Tanat, Saparavi, and um... These are made up words. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> these are made up words I will I bring I not you, them. <laughs> I will bring you the big red sacred wine book and show you these grapes.
1: What club I, do I need to join to try these?
0: Uh, the club of being friends with me, probably. That's a great club. I like yeah. that club. You get wine. And
1: our super secret vacation place. Yes. Where the wine monk lived.
0: Up in his top lair, and food high in the mountains, were over- overlooking the valley.
1: That's <laughs> so true, though. <laughs> that is truth. That is truth spoken by the wine monk.
0: Tell <laughs> <laughs> love how we're now referring to me in third person as the wine monk instead of like, the name, when you guys don't know me for friggin' ever! That was before you were the wine monk, now yeah, you Yeah, it's you,
1: just... Now yeah. you have
0: become wine monk, destroyer of butts. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: my god! Oh That's god. what 2T It's 2T Oh t- my god!
0: <laughs> so Death Threat should go, says, butt of Malvacy to... <laughs> wine monk at mountaintop lair in... <laughs>
1: <laughs> destroyer of buttlay. 2Ts. P.O. Box 12. <laughs> P.O. Box metric butt-ton.
0: No, 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 it's half a ton. So, the, the what, I, what I've been trying to it say... It is not,
1: is it imperial? No, not it's imperial. imperial it is an imperial, but but
0: imperial unit. Because of metric...
1: There are no metric, it's imperial. There are no metric My My this photo is going to be so crappy. Oh <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay. My pretend Again.
1: mascara is running. So this is
0: an educational <laughs> show, right? That's the best. That's the but of gosh.
1: wine being destroyed. Welcome so now that line.
0: we've gone down <laughs> to the dark side, I'd like to close by saying Malva Sia Bianca is used actually as perfume in some parts of Italy. You'll crush the grapes, which are turned into raisins, huh. the juice, and use that as perfume.
1: What? It's used as perfume. Do they sell this on Sephora?
0: Uh... I don't know. You'd probably sell them. Since it's mostly traditional Italy by Italian women, probably not on Sephora. You have to go to Italian but Sephora. But you can probably find perfumes that but. very, very much appropriate. That's a lot of perfume. Or very similar to the scents of Malvasia Bianca, if you try hard enough. It
1: smells like Burberry.
0: Tastes like Burberry, don't too. Don't
1: everybody go out and buy it because you can't buy it at Sephora anymore. Thank Tier. you.
0: Oh, well, online, actually. You it?
1: can't buy it online, either. So don't buy it, please. Because I am bitter.
0: So on that note, gang, we are going to drink more and have more fun. And um, not
1: record what we will say anymore.
0: Because we're descending into the point of madness. We, we are about to crack open another bottle of something, probably San Gervaisi. Let's do it. And then from there, stare educated. into the face of Cthulhu. Let's do it. I'm excited.
1: Educated. Okay, not
0: literally staring into the face of Cthulhu. Drink. Educated
1: man, madness. Although we are in the
0: mountains, and we are mad. So are we in the mountains of madness?
1: Are we our awake in our dream selves or not?
0: That's why not Are run, we men
1: and women drinking? And
0: <laughs> imagining that we are men, but actually butterflies, are we butterflies that are getting chip-faced drunk?
1: Nope, I'd rather be a cat drinking good wine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Drunk. Oh. Wine does not need to be rocket science. Wine should be approachable.
1: I know, and unless that's what I really like about this, because you get people drunk while they learn. Unless exactly,
0: unless, which is like school, except more fun. Unless alcohol, the wine is strong enough, and then it's rocket science. Unless you just start
1: giving <laughs> <you> these, <something. laughs> that's rocket fuel.
0: Alrighty, guys. That's my point. Till so we meet again, Oops. via cundias, guys. Goodbye. <laughs> from The <laughs> Mountains thought. of Madness at P.O.S. <P-O-S-2> well. 12. Oh, my is, then. Then we'll see. Then beer. <laughs> then lose.
1: No, not beer. Beer's not good.
0: Tell what you got.
1: Unless it's Primo from Minnesota. We'll drink it. don't go anywhere else. All
0: right. Till next time, guys. This is Cody, Dave, and Jen. What's up? Signing off and having way too much fun. Bye.
1: Yeah.